Gave up, huh? I'm too fat. I'm too fat to grow facial hair. Oh. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> I'm no. convinced that's how it works. <laughs> do you know what? This actually sounds so much clearer on Hangouts than it does on Skype. I think you're right. Like even Mike sounds a lot better, despite yeah. him. I could like now hear the nasally shit that's that's uh, clogging. Do you him guys up. sound exactly the same to me. Ah, huh. so you just sound like you've got got the lurgy. I have a sinus infection. Oh, nice. Yes. So I missed uh, so, school and work for five days straight. So are we talking full on crusty snot bubbles and? It's my chunk chest. So I'm coughing literally every time. Every, well, I guess it's not literally, but uh, I cough a lot. Yeah, do you know what? Um, sinus infections suck, and I can recommend um, green tea with lemon and ginger. I uh, <coughs> I had um, I am on antibiotics, so yeah. all I'm drinking is tea and honey and and beer tonight. Semen, semen, <laughs> semen. I yeah. sprinkle some semen in my tea, just around the edges, like a like a martini or a cocktail. Oh, well, you get the salty <laughs> tang to it yeah. as well. <laughs> I just smear it over, you know. Yeah, like a margarita. Yeah. I mean, the, the 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 pro to that is you can't tell the difference between my mucus and semen because it looks the same. Mm. Yeah. See, that's never good. See, if you if your mucus <laughs> is white, it means yeah. you're kicking the infection. So. Oh, that's, that's good. good. That's good. Mm. But yeah, I do recommend green tea with a slice of lemon and a slice of ginger. I just oh, okay. And Where's he want, gonna get ginger? I, I, there's there's a um, grocery store that carries ginger right by my house. Oh, there you go. Just get get some fresh ginger and just take a cut a slice off, thin slice, and just add it into the tea when you um, add the boil of water and just leave it for about five minutes. But then my tea will get cold. No, you tear. This this is the point. The point is you leave it to steep. What the hell does that mean? Shane, why don't you please have British man, could you explain what tea is to Mike? What kind of tea do you drink? Lipton. <laughs> Fucking Lipton. Yeah. That shit, what I that do. shit comes in a jar. I, I put a tea bag in the microwave. I let it. I, oh I press the God, beverage. I press that. the beverage button twice. It makes it hot, and then I put like uh, three teaspoons of sugar in there, or uh, honey, and then I mix it, and then I drink it. Right. Okay. Right. No. 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 Hang on a minute. The whole idea of tea: <laughs> you put a tea bag in a cup, you pour boiling water over it from a kettle. Listen, I don't have time for that. I live in Chicago, Shane. We're a bustling city. <laughs> I have things to do. Yeah, right. Whatever, man. Fucking hell. Oh, this is great. Fucking, you're making a cup of tea. You don't make tea in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, well, why not? You just put water in it. You heat up the water. It's going to... Uh, you, you don't know. make tea in a fucking microwave, <laughs> man. He's going to lose his shit. Oh, you're making me upset, and when I when I'm upset, I fart. <laughs> <laughs> fucking make you See, upset. I, you're we... winding me up by saying you make tea in a fucking microwave. You don't make tea in a fucking microwave. <laughs> if I fart, I'm gonna shit myself. It's, it's not far off. Oh my god! That's fecal defamation on. <laughs> 
Oh. Wow. Well, I promise if I do shit myself on mic, I will leave it in. Don't, oh, don't shit, say microphone. Shit. Please say you're microphone. Gonna sh- you're going to shit on mic. <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely leave that in. <laughs> okay, well, this has turned into something I didn't expect. And awesome. <laughs> here, you heard it here, folks. Me going fucking postal on Mike Whitmore for making tea in a microwave. Hey, man's got to do what a man's got to do. You make it with a kettle. You don't make tea in a microwave. I don't have a kettle. What am I supposed to well, do? Well, fucking buy one then. I have pots. Should I just... What, like, so what? So I have to... Okay. I have to sit there and wait for water to boil. Yes. For what? It's going to be the same... Yes. <laughs> it's going to be the same temperature. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to drink it while it's boiling. It's going to be too boiling. It's going to be too hot. No, so, to, you sip it. You I'm not going to... Listen. Gulp it. <laughs> sip it. I don't have time oh, to sip. Uh, my throat sake. hurts now. The whole idea of drinking green tea with lemon and ginger is that it soothes your throat. Oh, fuck. Well, I just... I, I, don't, I don't have too many bags of green tea. Go fucking buy some then. <laughs> I don't even really like. Well, you don't have the ginger either. <laughs> yeah. I no, I don't give up. I'm trying to get you some fucking helpful tea. So I have to spend like half a paycheck just to make tea. Yes, I'm not doing that. How much? <laughs> how, much how much do you pay for your tea bags? Uh, I don't know, a couple Come on. bucks. It's just like a roll of them, like in the Lipton boxes. <laughs> Fuck, sorry. Those comes in like yeah, yeah. Like you get like. Two hundred for a yeah. dollar. You get two hundred for two hundred tea bags for a dollar. I don't know. They're really yeah, cheap and they're really yeah, shitty. They're, I mean, it's a straight up tea. Doesn't do anything. Lipton. See, or, Lipton's like the Bud Light. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. That's totally true. We get Lipton tea over here only during the summer, and we get Lipton lemon tea, and we get it in a fucking jar in granules. I have a Tivana in the mall by me. Oh, a what? A Tivana. What the f- it's like a Starbucks, but with yeah. tea. Um, that sounds wrong. There's just like raspberries tea there. <laughs> no, no! <laughs> Fruit tea is fucking apparently wrong. Uh-oh. Don't tell Shane I'm drinking an apple tea right <laughs> now. Oh, you fucking freak. <laughs> I thought... I, it's good. Apple, I thought you said apple teeny. I was like, jeez. <laughs> oh, that would be... even. I would be feeling a lot better right now. If I it's, like one, it's like almost 2 o'clock by you. You're having apple teenies. That would be hysterical. I, I've never considered making myself like a martini like, by myself in my house. Like, just this big spillable martini glass with, like, sugar rim and fucking brandy in it or something. Oh, fuck that. If I was making a martini, I'd be fucking sticking it in a pint glass. <laughs> fucking pithy little martini glasses fucking irritating little things they're if so dangerous there's one thing I hate there's one thing I hate fucking martini glasses that's Shane. pointless well, good you job. want a drink good job Mike we've <laughs> managed <laughs> to fire Shane up to maximum level <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a martini <laughs> oh no? no I like a dirty martini that's good is that where Mike shits in it that's a dirty Sanchez. Uh, right. Yes, yeah, slightly different, yeah, but, but also hard. better with a slice of ginger. Yeah, <laughs> even better with a slice of chili. There you go. Thanks. All right, so we're off to a good start here.
Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. Welcome to episode 45 of All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo, and joining me as always are my two co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Gentlemen, are your tea gla- your teacups and martini glasses ready for today? Mine are empty. My cup is empty. Yours are empty? Sure. Well, time to <laughs> fill it back up. I can't be asked. All right. So we're uh, <laughs> a little under the weather, or at least Mike and myself are. Um, but we're going to push through and give you guys the best show that we can, which is probably the worst thing you're going to listen to this week. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we like to talk about horror movies, uh, talk shit, various other nonsense, including, but not limited to, music, games, comics, and uh, anything else that happens to come up. Farting, out. shitting. Farting, shitting, yep. Um, um, winding music. me up with how to make tea in a microwave. Um, microwave tea no, that's another big that's another big that, aspect that's of our show. fucking wrong in on all levels <laughs> um ryan how do you make tea you're not gonna like the answer mike well it's just like shane boiling water and stuff i i fill up my electric tea kettle i hit the button i get a cup i choose whichever tea bag i feel like put it in the cup the kettle goes off i dump the water in and i let how it long, sit for like how five long does that minutes take? the whole process about five minutes oh, till, properly. Yeah, well, till I can drink it, it's probably like six or seven because it's boiling See, water. It's exactly. Hot. Don't do that. You put it in the microwave for like for a couple minutes. You can take it out and <laughs> tea. Fucking tea no. needs to, Mike. Tea needs to steep. It needs to sit in the hot water and steep out slowly. <laughs> I, I don't. This, I don't believe in that. Mike, this is how I make a cup of tea because I don't drink. I don't take sugar in my tea. I have the tea no, bag. No, only when I'm sick and I'll have honey. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, well, that's a different matter. I use agave syrup. I don't use honey. Um, oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Tea Why bag. You head off to Tivana. <laughs> oh, yeah, fuck that. Um, no, boil the kettle, add your tea bag, add the water, leave enough space at the top for a splash of milk, leave it to sit for five minutes, then I'll take the tea bag out, then I can consume that's too long. Excellent. That's too long. It's not it's too fucking long. too long. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you make. It. That's how you make it. It's like when you make a cup of coffee. I well. don't drink coffee. Yeah. Oh, you well. freak. <laughs> I don't. I don't drink any of that. <laughs> what do you boil? I don't know why this covers. This is amusing me so much. I don't know why. Try boiling up some monster in a in a kettle, and then you'll see colors. <laughs> Actually, I don't you'll, like drink anything to wake up. I just drink water yeah, all day. I was gonna say, you have, do you have anything not... against water? Can I? Is, is, no. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> no, it's, it's just boil do you up, microwave it first. Boil up some monster, and then you'll hear colors. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> kind of like red so if you guys well. want to hear more of this you can uh, you can email us at all you need is blood pod at gmail.com no one's gonna agree <laughs> or let with us me. know <laughs> no. let us know on the facebook group all you need is blood and tell us your how you like your tea hashtag tea i'm sure they're yeah hashtag hashtag all you need is tea hashtag hashtag team <laughs> hashtag tea wanker there you go <laughs> And then 
li- and then you can listen to me and you can you can listen to me rant and then you can witness me ranting at people on how they drink tea. Because let's face it, it'll be Send funny. your pictures of your tea to Shade's Instagram. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they do that, I'll start blocking motherfuckers left, right and centre. <laughs> so yeah, aside from our tea adventures, guys, um, what have you been getting into recently? Is there any... Uh, Movies, music, video games, or anything you've been doing? <clears throat> Shane, let's start with you. Um, I've been watching lots of retro movies. Um, so like old, uh. Oh, pardon you. Um, old school movies. Um, I picked up It on Blu-ray beginning of last week, which I was incredibly happy about, and um, have watched it about three or four times, actually. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I love it. And I'm so happy because the, uh, the uh, deleted scenes has the alternate take of Pennywise and Georgie, which is just... Too, oh, really? Yeah, it's just too funny. It's yeah, that's good. So, so fucking funny. Um, yeah, I also did a giveaway on my Instagram where... Can you remember the the um, premiere posters? I got the promo posters from when I went mm-hmm. to the premiere. Well, I ended up giving those away because no fucker wanted them. So um, I ended up giving those away as part of the uh, Instagram competition. And I had two lucky winners because my neighbor gave me his download code as well. So um, we did that and that was cool. Um, I got a tattoo, um, which people would probably have seen all over Facebook and Instagram and shit. Um, What else have I been doing? Stroking my beard a lot, listening to a lot of music. <laughs> hey, 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 I just got a got a glimpse of Mike uh, Ryan. Then fucking hell, yeah. I, I, I just realized that my webcam is plugged into my USB hub, so you can get a shot of me. I do still have the beard, Shane. And there is yes, evidence. Yeah, it looks all right actually. Uh, it's a bit of a mess. I did not uh, wash it, wax it, or take a shower today, so I'm ahead of the game. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, yeah, my beard is just, it just feels good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shane, quit yeah, stroking your beard. Just, I can't help it, man. I can't help it. All right. Look, it's my beard. You know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's, um, it's kind of sexy. Yeah. Um, music. I have been listening to a lot of metal recently, actually, because I'm, Going, I think I mentioned before, I should be going to Cannibal Corpse gig next month. Nice. Hmm. Um, and it's Black Dahlia Murder are supporting. So that should be entertaining. Um, and it's kind of funny, actually, because I, I know the name Black Dahlia Murder, but I've never heard of them. And then I, when I was around at my friends this afternoon, they actually played me somewhere. I was like, hmm, that's all right. Their new album's fantastic. Yeah. It's called Nightbringers. It's really um, good. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Listening to the Marilyn Manson stuff a lot. Uh, the new album. I will say the new album is v- vastly growing on me. It is a really good album. I like it a lot. Um, lots of Nine Inch Nails. And um, just to throw it out there, uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Because I picked up um, a box set, Prince of Darkness, which is like four discs. Um, of like rare live and unreleased stuff 
and uh, be listening to that, and that's been quite cool. And that's about it. Sweet. How about you, Mike? Anything good recently? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Autopsy, which is a death metal band hmm. stemming from the 80s until now. Um, let's see. What else have I been listening to? I've been listening to actually some uh, Black Dahlia Murder, and um, it's a lot of death metal in general. Um, let's see. Watching. I've been doing my daily horror movies still. Uh, watched a couple found footage ones. And uh, I've been sick for the last week, so I haven't really gone outside. Um, yesterday, I bought a lot of stupid shit that I shouldn't have bought, but I did. Um, I bought the vinyl soundtrack to Cuphead. Hmm, that's yeah, interesting. Uh, Val, I was actually pretty jealous because Val went to GameStop and they had the CD of it. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I would have got that because they just gave it to her, I think. And uh, oh, yes, yeah, so cool. I went to a local disc replay and they had the vinyl of it and i'm like i'll take that in a heartbeat um i bought bone tomahawk on blu-ray nice because yes. it's only 10 bucks so i was like that's a steal i bought um msc3k uh volume 10.2 because Ooh. yeah because it was only 40 bucks at this replay and i looking on amazon Holy it's like 80 shit. 90. yeah yeah so i, I that, that picked that up and then i bought a hellraiser 3 statue thing oh which i don't know why i bought it but i did because i have no room for it what, what is it like the pillar uh no i wish it was just him with uh the box yeah. oh. yeah. well sorry guys you'll have to excuse me i'm busting for a piss and i actually have something to show you ryan so bear Uh-oh. with me yeah no, don't worry I'm, gonna, I'm not getting my cock out mate. You're all right. jesus brace yourself folks <laughs> shane's gonna go touch his dick and then he's gonna come back and show us something yeah i'm gonna smear my, my smear my man juice all over something for ryan <laughs> jesus christ so mike on that cuphead vinyl do they include like all the little like skips and sort of that that sound, that sound they purposefully put into it, or do they just like scratch the record? Uh, I didn't listen to it yet because I literally just bought it last night. But uh, seven inch vinyl has uh, clip joint calamity and Sugarland shimmy, and then there are five digital downloads. Oh, okay. The the one I really wanted it was the complete Cuphead uh, soundtrack. It was on um, im8bit.com. They have it. It's like for like a hundred bucks, but it comes in like a, a super old timey looking. Uh, case like how you'd buy a vinyl record in like the 30s or 40s i don't even know how you would it, i don't know what it's like it's got like gold on it and everything and it looks so so super cool mm. yeah i wanted to pick that up but i didn't want to spend 100 bucks on it either <laughs> jesus yeah. yeah yeah so myself let's see recently uh Video game wise, I've been playing Injustice 2 and Dragon Ball Fighter Z or Fighters. I don't know which it is. Um, the Dragon Ball game is like literally one of the most beautiful games I've seen. Like like how gorgeous Cuphead yeah. is. That's what that's what this game I think does to me as well. It's it like you could just watch it and be like, oh my god, it looks so good. Right, so I'm if, back. If you ever get a chance, okay, good shit. If you ever get a chance. Um, just go watch some video. For oh, I did. Uh, the, the, the YouTuber ACG, I watched his review of it, and he was praising it pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. I, I suck at it because I'm not used to those. <clears throat> it's a different fighting game thing that I'm used to, so I've been getting my ass kicked on it, but it's still fun. And uh, other than that, 
I finished the new season of Black oh, Mirror. That was yeah. On I was just gonna. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, I I just watched all of them. Oh, okay. Each one is a fantastic show. I think this season there are some episodes that are better than all the others, but there's a couple. There's like one down one that I didn't like at all. Um, but I think all the other ones this season have been really good. And you, did you see the last episode, Mike? Uh, you know what? Maybe I didn't finish the new season. I think I watched the first, like, two episodes. I know I watched the, like, oh, okay. Star trek one, and then, uh, yep. yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the the last one, there's, it's funny, because they have all these little Easter eggs from a bunch of previous Black episode, uh, yeah. you know, uh, Black Mirror episodes. I'm like, oh, that's the thing from this episode, and that's the thing from this one. That was kind of cool. That show is fantastic. Uh, yeah, that... I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Definitely worth checking out. And I like how there's one of them that's like it's a straight up like sci-fi horror, awesome, awesome episode. Like it was one of my favorites this season. I actually added one of those the episodes to my horror list because it was the one where he uh, is uh, beta testing that game, the virtual reality game. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Season. And then he's in the, in the haunted house or whatever. Yeah, I totally added that to my uh, 365 movies day list. I was like, this is like a straight up like horror like short. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. So yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I've been watching a couple old mystery science theater episodes at night for no reason, just because I'm like, oh, I need something to fall asleep. I to do that every single them. night. Seriously, <laughs> for like the last like since they put MST3K on Netflix, I've been watching those yeah. every single night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Hey, uh, Shane, you ever hear of a band called Misery Index? Um, no, I haven't actually. Uh, since you brought up that vinyl, I forgot. Uh, if anyone's listening to this and they want to, and if they do enjoy Misery Index, they just um, announced a seven-inch vinyl that they're coming out with relatively soon. It's on digital, but yeah. um, they do uh, a nail bomb cover. Oh yeah, wasting away. It's and I'm like Ooh. so excited for that. I pre-ordered it. It comes in a black and a, uh, a limited to 200 white, and I got the white. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So everybody, and I think it's out digitally now, but the vinyls are right. like another couple of weeks. Mm. See, cool. the only vinyl I'm really excited for at the moment is the new Waxworks um, Dawn of the Dead vinyl. They posted an image of it on uh, the Instagram page the other day. Oh, that's awesome. It looks looks fucking beautiful. It's kind of like they've captured the whole essence of Dawn of the Dead just in the colors of the vinyl. It looks amazing. They definitely got to get that when that comes out. Yeah, I think it's out next month. As soon as it comes out, I'll be picking up that motherfucker. (laughs) Um, Night, of the, All right. Night of the Living Dead as well. So that'll be the proper trilogy, which would be nice. <laughs> You'll be all set. Sweet. Yes. So let's move on to our next segment here. I guess we get our our little uh, trailer discussion or upcoming movie discussion. Um, so we there's a few trailers that came out recently that were interesting. Uh, the first one... I wanted to talk about is one called heredity heredity hereditary not heredity hereditary um so you brought this up mike um what do you think of the trailer? i thought it looks pretty cool um any trailer that claims to be this generation's exorcist is going to be something i'm going to pay attention to very much um 
it's done by A24, so I mean, I love it. you did The Witch. Yeah, Witch and uh, Green Room, I believe, and I know I'm forgetting one, but... I think The Witch is this generation's exorcist, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's as scary, but I'm, I'm hoping that Hereditary's... I mean, uh, George and uh, Frightmaster both seen it. I don't know how, but yeah, oh, really? they said that's very good, so... I'm excited. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> Shane. <laughs> Stroking his arm, going, mm. No, I'm scratching it, actually. <laughs> it's just, it's very distracting. <laughs> no, it's healed. But it's just fucking, it's itchy. Um, yeah, so I, I I saw this too. It, it looks really interesting. I don't know how it's going to pan out with the... Um, with a little girl that's in it, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it seems, anytime you have a child actor as, like, the main focus of a movie, I am very weary, you know? It, no, it I was, could go I was thinking, quickly. I was thinking more along the lines of her forehead was the main focus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like widescreen forehead. You could show fucking movies off that motherfucker. <laughs> well, if they, um, well, now, although in the... If they have the same acting chops and the kids and the witch, I'll be happy. Yeah. 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 The um the thing I'll give it to him though, uh, I didn't hear one word from the girl during the trailer, so maybe she doesn't speak in the movie, and that would absolutely work out. <laughs> I'd prefer it. <laughs> Anytime children <laughs> don't speak is I'm a good. good time. Yeah. It's <clears throat> funny. So yeah, so that looks pretty good. I'm like, um, I'm looking forward to that as well. We'll see what happens when it when it comes out. Um, I, that's not getting a wide release, is it? I don't think it's getting theatrical. Oh, I don't know. I thought it, I thought I looked. I was going to hit a theater near me. All right. Well, we'll have to see. Hopefully, it does. We could always use more horror. Yeah. Speaking of uh, horror in the mainstream, there's like two horror movies that are nominated for Oscars this year. What? Which is fucking crazy. Well, one is Get Out, and the other is the um, the Shape of Water. The Guillermo del Toro movie. Hmm. And, um, I mean, the, technically The Shape of Water is not a horror movie. Uh, you know, it's more of like a love story with a monster, I guess. I haven't seen it, but it looks awesome. Uh, it's just, it's great to see these things getting out there and, you know, getting um, success on, or popularity at least, you know, sort of in the mainstream. Hmm. I was actually really surprised that Get Out made it on there. Because um, that was a very popular movie when it came out. And usually even movies that are like popular, unless it's something like a war movie or a Spielberg movie, they usually never get nominated for an Oscar. So, I need to watch good that. To see that up there. I, I very nearly picked it up today, actually. Yeah, I've I've got it. I was gonna, I'm gonna I might watch it today actually with Elisa because we were uh, looking for something to watch, so maybe we'll do that. We did our uh, our weekly <clears throat> Marvel Cinematic Universe watch last night as we're counting down to the um, the newest Avengers movie coming out. So that's going to be good. Yeah, Mike, are you still there? Do we lose you? Oh, maybe he's got his mic muted. Maybe he's squeezing one out. Maybe he's got his mic <laughs> muted because he's squeezing one out and he's actually screaming in pain as he does it. You know. Maybe he shit himself, and he's <laughs> trying to clean it up now with the mic on you. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> uh, let me see if he's got his messages on here. Okay, I'm back. My uh, ah, my okay. computer keeps freezing occasionally, so oh. 
since it's on. Did I just hear a toilet flush? Me? Oh no! <laughs> oh joking. no! Um, yeah, my I need a new hard drive for my computer, so it freezes every. And Skype, it didn't affect it, but since this is Hangouts through the Google Chrome, it's it's fucking with everything. Oh, because you got to run Chrome, yeah. yeah. Uh... All right. So we're gonna move on to our next trailer we were talking about, and it's not much of a trailer as it is just sort of the announcement of the movie. The uh, the first purge. Well, they did come out with a trailer too. Right. Well, I oh, I yeah. saw it, but again. It, it wasn't much of a trailer. <laughs> no. well, um, it was kind of like it was kind of like um, like clips from the first three, wasn't it? With some extra bits. Well, that's the trailer I saw. Uh, this one was kind of like an America like thing. Yeah. I think maybe you saw like a fan trailer. I don't know. It, it was set in a trailer park. I don't know. I don't think I. <laughs> you must have watched something different, Shane. Oh, no, it was an official trailer, but it looked like it was set in a trailer park. Oh, maybe maybe you should have sent us the link of that, because the one I was talking about, and I think it's the same one you're thinking of, Mike, where it's just like clips of people doing, you know, typical American things, and it's like, America, (laughs) land of the free, the proud and the strong, and it's just like clips of, like, flags and eagles and, like, people standing there in a field. Um... And then it's, you know, it's, it's what's a, the line in the trailer? It's like, we're going to make uh, something like we're going to keep America great. Yeah. <laughs> something along those lines <laughs> by participating in yeah, the first yeah. purge. <laughs> so it, it's like a, it's a spoof of like political ads in the U.S., which is pretty funny. I, I think anyway, it, but it didn't really show anything from the movie that, that I could see. It's it's brilliant marketing. It's just because yeah. they, <coughs> sorry, they, um. They put just the, the poster on Reddit of just the hat. And it was like, uh, what was that? What Something to do with the hat. It said like... Uh, well, it, it was, it's a it's a plain red baseball yeah. cap. And I just think it says the yeah, first Yeah, yeah. And it's just on the bottom it says July 4th. That's when it's going to come out. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> lost their minds. It's like a top Yeah, group. people fucking lost yeah. it. Absolutely oh, hilarious. lost it. It, got, it did exactly what a poster like that should do. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it makes me want to go oh, see yeah. it. Like, I'm like, oh, all right, I'm involved yep. now. Which is terrible, because I, I think I've only seen the first Purge. I don't think I've seen any of the I've other. only seen the first and second. I, didn't see I heard they're good. I heard the, the second two are better than the yeah, first, so. Definitely. I should probably check those out. I think I've, I think I've seen the, uh, the second and third one as well, and, um, yeah, I can actually say that they were better. Hmm. I did, like, do a I did like the first. When that comes out. I did like the first Purge, though. Um, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was quite a fresh idea when it came out. Yeah, it was. It was good. You know, home invasion type movie. I like those. Yeah, so that's pretty good. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to more so than the movie itself, the controversy surrounding it, because people are so stupid that if you watched the other Purge movies and you didn't realize they were saying something extremely political, that you've got to be a fucking yep. idiot. Like, they're all upset about this one because they made it really blatant, but it's like, did you watch the others? Are you fucking kidding me? And all the comments <laughs> on the Reddit post are like, oh, the movies are terrible anyways. I knew I wasn't going to watch it. It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny. All right, so let's get on to our main topic here. So um, we decided we're going to do a uh, found footage episode today, going over a bunch of our favorite found footage movies. 
So we put out some uh, some feelers onto the Facebook group to see uh, what some of people's favorite found footage movies were. Uh, we got a few replies. Uh, Jarris Godwin replies. He says he generally doesn't like most found footage stuff, but he really enjoyed Creep and Creep 2. And I haven't seen either of those because the only creep that <laughs> I've seen is the one that's like it's on the train and there's like the machete um, yeah. snatch. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check those those other two creeps out. I've heard they're good. Um, my cousin John Doolin responded, "Hell House LLC." He said it really worked for him, uh, which I've heard this from a lot of people. That one actually came up a couple times in one of the other threads. And uh, I, I watched it. I'll go over it in a little bit. Um, but yeah, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Larry Dwyer uh, came back and said the taking of Deborah Logan, which is one, excuse me, that I've got on my shelf and I haven't watched. That's a good it. movie. Um, yeah, I heard it was good. Yeah, I need to see that. Other stuff you normally see, the Paranormal Activities, Cloverfield, um, Cannibal Holocaust, which may be even the first found footage movie. I don't know if there's another one before it. I don't recall. Um, I, don't, I really don't recall a movie before Cannibal Holocaust, but... Yeah, I think that may be the first one. Uh, uh, you know, horror New movie, writer, I guess. Right. I'm sure there's other things, yeah. And uh, this guy, Michael Whittemore, posts his favorite one was One Night in yep. Paris, which I did get a chuckle out of. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, which I did else. see. <laughs> oh, believe me. Believe me, I've seen it. The only DVD I've got in my collection called One Night in Paris is a Depeche Mode live DVD. <laughs> Not the same. No. I think I was the only one that got that. Everyone else is like, what? So <laughs> what some people are probably like going to look it up. Oh, I'm sure it's some obscure horror movie that I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Ty- yeah, do it. Go into Google, type it into Don't. Google, <laughs> and just hit and just hit I'm feeling lucky. <laughs> Oh, man. That's wrong. So, yeah, let's get into some of these found footage movies. Uh, in general, how do you guys feel about found footage? Shane, how, how do you like the, the sort of subgenre itself? I'm not a massive fan, um, I will be honest. I think the shaky camera work and the people screaming all the time um, just irritates the fuck out of me. But... In saying that, I can say off the top off the top of my head, there's maybe three, four found footage movies that I actually will watch. Cloverfield is one of them. VHS and VHS two. I haven't seen the other two VHS mm-hmm. movies. There's two more. I thought there was just violence. yeah. There's only three. Oh okay. Is there only really three? Oh right, yep. okay. Um, yeah. Um, well, Wreck one and two, basically. All right, so there's five. Um, yeah, Wreck 1 and 2, I really enjoyed. Um, I remember watching Wreck for the first time, and it absolutely floored me how good it was. Um, but there's, I mean, there's not many not many that I will watch willingly. Um, the Paranormal Activity movies, I've never watched, because I just wasn't interested in them at all. And every time I see adverts for a fan footage movie, I'm like, oh, no, fuck that, I, I just won't. Yeah, how about you, Mike? What do you think? Um, you know, I, before I used to be in that same boat where I just didn't care about found footage, but the more I've seen, uh, the more I kind of respect it as long as it's done correctly. Um, before, mm-hmm. I was always on the train of, like, you know, paranormal activity sucks and blah, 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 but 
you know, those movies, they, they really scared the hell out of people. It's hard to not respect a movie that actually legitimately scares people in a time where movies mm-hmm. aren't scary anymore. <coughs> um, there's, there's plenty of good found footage movies out there. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll get into a lot more of that, but yeah, I, I've, they've grown on me as long as they're done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the biggest problem that found footage movies have is I think they can be lazy sometimes and they just take advantage of the fact that they can get real, not easy, but they can get easier scares than in a, in a normal, like, you know, set camera, um, movie gets, uh, you know, you, they can make something scary just by walking down a dark hallway where it's not going to really be scary, you know, if if the camera's set aside and you watch the character walk down the hallway. If you're in the eyes and you're you're looking at your TV screen trying to find if there's something that's going to jump out at you, it does make you really yep. tense. Um, but if they lean too many on those, uh, if they lean too much on those tropes, I think it sort of comes off as lazy and, I don't know, uh, it can be overused and misused, which uh, which is where some some of the bad movies come in. Yep. Um, and and you really need a good you need you still need good script, good acting because a lot of these found footage movies also have shitty acting, and that's that's always a negative. Like you still got to put some effort in. That's what puts me off. So, uh, it's just a lot of the acting in it. A lot of the acting in these movies can be really poor, and to me. That they think they're they think they're doing a really good job when in fact they're not. <laughs> and that's why I know I know it's kinda like controversial to say, but I think that's why the Blair Witch is probably one of the best found footage films because so yeah. many people legitimately thought that was real. And none of the stuff was scripted when they were filming it. It was filmed for next to nothing. It had a generally so such a low budget that it was uh, felt like an actual found footage movie. The acting is phenomenal in there because a lot of the times it wasn't acting. Yeah, right. They're they're actually scared in the woods. They don't know what the fuck's yeah. happening. Yeah, and that ending is you know as much as it uh, you know that doesn't deliver the most. It's still pretty effective for the overall tone of the movie. If it's perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I'm a fan of the Blair Witch, and when it was you know, super popular. You still get people even today that, that shit on the movie and they're like, oh, that movie sucks, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good when it came out. There was a lot of hype yeah. behind it, but there's a lot of hype behind every fucking movie. Yeah. Like, you'll get, you'll get Evil Dead. It says the most grueling experience in <laughs> horror or something. And, you know, that's a, that's a marketing company's job is to make movies sound, like, terrifying so you go see them. So, but I don't, I don't put any uh, negative on it for that. But I thought it was a pretty good movie. I liked it, and it, the Blair Witch did spawn. I you, like we mentioned, Cannibal Holocaust may be the first found footage, but Blair Witch is the one that really kicked off the yep. genre. Um, there wouldn't be any found footage movies today if there were, if it wasn't for Blair Witch. That's that's easy to say. I think. Yeah, I agree. So um, let's go into one of these movies, um, Shane. Let's start with one of yours. Which one do you want to do first? Um, I'm going to go for Cloverfield, actually. Because um, yeah. I'm a fan they of this just announced movie. one or two new ones of those as well. I mean, this is... I actually do own this um, on DVD. So it's... Uh, uh, really liking it when it first came out. Because um, I, I think what it was, a friend of mine had rented it on VHS. There we go. Um 
it was just before Blockbuster closed, I think it was. And he rented it and he said, Here, do you want to come around and watch this movie? I was like, Yeah, all right. And we sat there and watched it. And it's it just caught my attention. It grabbed it grabbed me. It was one of those films that really grabbed me. Um the premise behind the film itself is it starts off with a guy and he's got a he's got an apartment full of people. They're all because he's moving he's moving away he's got a job somewhere else and he's moving away and um they're all enjoying this party and then all of a sudden it just kicks off outside and all these people sort of like scatter to find out what the hell is going on and it's some kind of um some kind of like object has crash landed and um into the center of the town or, or whatever. And basically all these people are trying to investigate what it is. And then before you know it, the army is called out. They're all like coming in and like trying to take care of the situation. And then it's, uh, there's like this humongous fucking creature, um, erupts from the ground and all these tiny little beasties jump off it and basically start attacking people. And, Get out, and it's this one guy with a camera that is trying to follow everything that's going on, as well as trying to keep all of his friends together and safe at the same time. And it's just frenetic. It's just it doesn't let up. You know, it's one of those one of those films that once it starts, it just doesn't let up at all until you get to the end and. I really enjoyed this because there was a certain urgency about the film that just really, really kept me enthralled. And some of the set pieces looked really cool as well, which is, I think that's what, um, <clears throat> that's what caught my attention because some of the set pieces were really well thought out and really well done. And, you know, it's just a generic, you know, alien creature crash lands into earth all these people are trying to run away from it and one guy is trying to film it just to um just to get it realized and then it's all kind of twisted up as well and i just thought it was really really cool and really well done yeah, it's it's interesting that you know it's it's like a godzilla attack but it's yeah. shot from a camcorder essentially yeah, and um, this is another movie where the fucking marketing was like genius. Yeah. People had no idea what this movie was going to be about. I think the only the only information you could get was that like you know the uh, the Statue of Liberty's head was ripped off. Yes, and they're like, all right, so it's got to be like a giant monster, and everyone's like, oh, it's another Godzilla. And uh, my favorite one was that some people are like, no, it's definitely Voltron. <laughs> 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 Voltron. That's the first thing you go with is Voltron. <laughs> I thought that was. But, see, I think you talk now. You talk about the you talk about the whole Statue of Liberty thing. I can always remember seeing the trailer for it. The trailer that I watched, the first trailer I saw for it, was basically mm-hmm. all these people on a, on a on a street, and then you just see something being thrown from a fucking long way away, and then as it's getting closer, and you see it's the Statue of Liberty's head. And it just bounces and comes to a halt. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I think for me, that actually caught my attention. And, 
you know, when I first saw the trailer, I had no idea it was a fan footage movie because it was just it just seemed like it's just sort of thing, and you thought oh, maybe it's just images of like a collection of clips kind of thing that are being broadcast on the news or something like that. But it was not that at all. It was just really pleasantly surprising how good it was, and it did surprise me. It genuinely did. So yeah, I would. Yeah, yeah. I do enjoy Cloverfield. In fact, I might watch it this evening after we finish. Well, so that might be cool. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like this one? Um, I like it. Uh, when it came out, I was kind of defending it because I I did like it when I first watched it. But as repeated viewings, I don't think it holds it together real well. I think the movie's like generally pretty dark, and uh, the shaky cam is pretty pretty high in that. Um, I I think Ten Cloverfield Lane is a way better movie, even though it's not found footage. But uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's a good movie. It's not bad by any means, but that's that's all I got to say about it. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you. I wasn't ever really blown away by this one. I liked it. Um, it was fun, but I don't think I've ever gone back and watched it after the first time I saw it. Um, one one of my good friends, Miles, is really into Cloverfield. He's like, oh, you got to watch it again. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of got it. I'm okay with it. That was enough. It was okay. But um, I, I I like that they sort of spun off this weird franchise where they're doing just excuse me anything. You know the, the like you said, Ten Cloverfield Lane was this crazy trapped in an yeah. underground bunker with John Goodman. It, now that was amazing. I, I love that movie. John Goodman made that movie. Yeah, but the part I didn't like about it was the end when they got into like the alien shit. I'm like, oh, I'm not interested in this anymore. I'm like, go make the drunk. She goes movie. and fights the aliens um, with her fists. That's what it, that's what it oh felt like. <laughs> what the fuck yeah. is going on? Uh, yeah, but apparently, so the, the Cloverfield three was is bought by Netflix or something, or whatever um, the next one's going to be. And I and I heard they actually announced a Cloverfield four is going to be a World War two something or so other, it's like a prequel. Yes, it's going to be set in World War two. Yeah, so it's I don't know. We we never know. We don't even know if these are in the same universe because they never really specify. So, but it's kind of interesting. I like I like that aspect of it. So, um, let, I'm gonna do one of mine uh, first. I I did watch Hell House LLC, um, and this movie is a. So it starts off, and there's a group of twenty um, somethings that own a haunted house business that they every year they'll set up a haunted house and charge people for coming in and out. You know, it's, it's like, um, not like an not that there's actual ghosts, but you know, they set up the props and they set the, the decorations and everything and they go around to different places and set up these haunted houses and sell tickets to people. So they, uh, they go to this new one. It's out in, in the woods somewhere. I guess the last one they did was like in Queens and New York. And this, the, the one they're doing this year is somewhere out in the boonies and the the guy that the main guy that runs the company is really secretive about um the sort of history and how he found out about the house that they're going to be you know dressing up for a haunted house turns out there was some weird stuff and there was like murders and the whole movie is sort of done from a documentary point of view where the majority of the movie is uh footage that was being filmed during the setting up of the haunted house and when they opened and the um uh, what do you call it? The rest of it is like the documentarians, like interviewing people. So every now and then it cuts away to uh, to somebody else explaining, oh, that's how this person died. That's where this person went. Oh, and there you can see Elisa making out with the dog. Hi, babe. Hi. 
<laughs> so um uh yeah so they go there and everything gets uh a little bit crazy they start to some weird things start happening things start moving and stuff and they set up these decorations and of course the place actually turns out to be haunted not a spoiler not that it's a, not a spoiler it's a horror movie obviously and they're seeing all these weird things and people freak out. And I think the best part about of the movie is that like setting up part where freaky shit is happening left and right. And it's all done very simply. There's no like CGI effects. It's all done with like practical stuff and puppets and like really simple, but it does a really good job of building tension. And like, you're all fucking amped up and you're like, oh my God, it's going to be opening night. This is going to go crazy. And like, you don't know the whole story. You just know that like something horrible happens because that's why the documentary crew is telling the story. And it ends up being a little bit of a letdown towards the end. I actually liked the tension and suspense they built up before they went into the, uh, you know, into the final scene, the final scenes of the house being open. And then there's some extra stuff tossed on at the end of the movie that I also wasn't a real big fan of. So I think, like, it built itself up really well, but then it just sort of tapered off. It, it lost me towards the end, um, which is a shame. But it's still worth a watch. The I, I, that, Like I said, that beginning part, not even just the beginning, like the first three quarters of the movie I really liked, and I'd recommend anybody check out. And again, it's done very well. The shaky cam stuff isn't so bad. Um, the acting is actually pretty great. And uh, the best part about, like, any of these movies is that the characters really stand out. You get to know what each character is like, you know, uh, their personalities. And so when they're reacting to a situation, it makes sense because it's according to their character type. But it's on Amazon Prime, so if you have Amazon Prime, check it out. Free to watch if you got it. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Hell House LLC. Either of you guys seen this one? I haven't, no. I haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, if you're if you're still on a haunted house or a uh, found footage kick, Mike, this one might be. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. It's pretty interesting. <laughs> the the <laughs> there's one scene that's like, I don't know why it's hysterical. Well, I know why I remember it, but there's a, uh, the girl in the movie, um, the, the, this the guy filming the the behind the scenes stuff for the haunted house is like going around and he's kind of like a pervert. And he's like, you know, he's making sarcastic jokes about getting laid and stuff. And there's only one girl there. And he's like, come on, man, you, you keep taking, you keep hogging the girl the whole time. And she's like, fuck you, dude. He like sneaks up the stairs and she's like on the bed with her boyfriend. <laughs> and he like comes in the room and he's like, come on, what's going on, guys? And they're like, get the fuck out of here. And he's like, what, do you, you, you guys need a hand doing this? And they're like, get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> And he's like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people outside. The crew is here. And they're like, oh, okay. And he's like, no, that's not what I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That was fun. Yeah, it was good. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty good. Should check it out. What do you got, Mike? Uh, First one I'm going to do is called The Last Broadcast, which came out in uh, 1998. It's apparently, supposedly, one of the movies that inspired the Blair Witch Project. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. It's a very, very simple plot. It's about a, like a film crew that ventures into the forest in search of the mythical uh, Jersey Devil. And this is the one in the Pine yes. Barrens, right? And yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, that. that like okay, there's that found footage, and then there's a guy making a documentary about that footage. So it's all like meta. Um, so like, there's two guys who have like a local cable access show about paranormal. Uh, ideas and stuff and they recruit a psychic and another assistant to go on search for the Jersey devil 
their uh, ratings were getting a little low, so they went to IRC and they're like, "Hey, which uh, you know, what do you guys want to see?" And they get a random comment from a guy who goes, "Oh, you should go find the Jersey Devil." So um, apparently, what happens is in the beginning, they get a uh, the police get a phone call from a guy saying he's one of the people that went out with them, and he can't find them anymore. Um, he hopes they're okay and blah 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 blah. The a little more in. Um, researching goes on and he's got blood all all over him and uh they were later found dead with the the blood on his clothes um the the main guy doing the documentary thinks that the full story is not being shown and he decides to make a documentary about the the whole uh situation and that's really the, like the whole movie it's you get glimpses or uh, glimpses of the original uh supposed paranormal show and then you get clips of him doing you know research on it um, it was a decent movie. Uh, some positives I had about it is the interviews throughout the film are really good. Um, they felt like he, they were actually interviewing people attached to the story somehow. There, I think there's a lawyer in there and uh, people that were editing it for TV and such and like news reporters and stuff. It felt pretty real. Um, the found footage aspect's very well done. Uh, the cameras were on like a really low budget. So it reminded me like the camcorders I used to use when I was a kid, you know, they have like the time and stuff in the upper left-hand corner and such. Um, and that's what I'm feeling that a lot of found footage nowadays lacks is the cameras look too good. So it doesn't feel like yeah. a found footage movie at all. This does. And that's, that's another thing I liked about it. And the acting in general from the people in the video are very, very good. It actually made me Google it and see if the, the movie was real. Because, you know, about 98, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, there's only a couple things that I didn't like about it. Uh, the guy making the documentary, uh, he sucked. Uh, he's hmm. basically like the main character, and he his acting was like way too forced at times. I just thought it was just over the top for such a realistic found footage movie. Um, and the ending was terrible. That yeah. it was it was the whole movie they build up towards one thing and you're kind of hoping to see this and then it completely goes in another direction. And uh it's just it was it was bad for me. I just I, it brought me down so much. <coughs> it took me out of the movie completely. Um it was shot for only nine hundred bucks, and apparently it's the first film to be edited and screened entirely digitally, so there's no film involved. Yeah. Hmm. So other than that, I'd probably give it like a strong six out of 10, but that ending, I, I was up to like a high seven, low eight. And that ending threw me down. It was, <laughs> it was awful. Just knocked yeah, it, it off. Huh? Yeah. I thought it, it, it's also, it's paced oddly Very. as well. Um, the, there were long stretches where literally nothing happens and it's just like people talking and gathering equipment like you remember in the Blair Witch where they like how much time was spent getting their equipment together? Not much. Like a thirty seconds, yeah. a minute, maybe mm -hmm. something like that. Like it's very short. They're just like, let's get to it. This one, it feels like there's like twenty minutes where they're like, oh, we've got to get this, and you carry the sound thing, and I'll get the live feed going over here, and we got to make sure we have this set up. I think it was edited very poorly because they had put like, you know. Uh, they like they put things in very odd order, like the the camera equipment scene that was like halfway through the movie, and I was yeah, like, yeah, why is exactly. why am I seeing this now when it should have been before? Yeah, yeah, I I think I I, I agree. I, I might even drop it down a uh, 
a point or two down to like a five or so because I, I understand that this was before the Blair Witch and maybe this inspired the Blair Witch or something, but the Blair Witch is what caused people to want to make more oh, of these yeah. movies. It wasn't, oh, yeah. it wasn't the I last agree. broadcast. Um, but it's, it's not completely terrible. Like you said, there's, there's some good stuff in it. The interviews and all that. Um, well, I should have done one. Now that I'm thinking about this, you know, I'm going to, today, did I already talk about the WNUH Halloween yes, special did. or WNUF? Yeah, I think I did. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just say again, that was shit. <laughs> Because I normally like to shit on one movie, and I'm just going to... I'm going to take my found footage time and just, like, spread out that that one sucked. Because um, I, I was just... I know you said the interviews and stuff, but I'm like, oh, that reminds me of WNUF. I'm like, oh, that reminds me that I hate I still have to movie. watch it. Uh, oh, God. Good luck. <laughs> See if you could find an edited version yeah. or something that cuts out, like, 40 minutes. <laughs> so, Shane, have you ever seen the um, the last broadcast? I have not. I've heard about it, though. Mm. Movies that I never got around to watching. Yeah, for a while it was a little hard to find. uh, Mostly because they never really... Even the movie came out whenever it did, and they never really distributed it very much. There was only a few VHSs floating around, as far as I know. Um, And and in general, you'd find bootlegs at, like, conventions and stuff. But now uh, it's got another release. I want to say a year or two ago, there's a DVD release of it. And now it's on... um, Oh shit! I think it was on Amazon the last time I checked. Yeah, I the know. DVD is uh, like twenty bucks on Amazon. Uh, yeah. I would say that's overpriced. I guess you could, yeah, um, yeah, used a new from nineteen ninety eight. Uh, it's on YouTube. I'm gonna be frank. That's how I watch it. I'm oh, not okay. spending. I was gonna say it's it's around in streaming yeah. places now. Right, so it's called so. yeah the last broadcast. Well, we'll all take a look for that later. Yeah. Now, what was your uh, second movie you had, Shane? Um, Wreck. The 2007 mm. Spanish um, movie, uh, basically, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically a TV camera. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, you, oh, you're more than welcome. Um, yeah, it's, a t- it's basically a found footage movie. Um, this, um, I remember watching it for the first time and I f- thought it was absolutely amazing because it was set in real time. And, you know, with, with a couple of, like, edits made where they supposedly um, run out of tape sort of thing. But, um, yeah, this movie uh, is about a camera crew, um, the rather foxy um, Manuela, um, oh, what's her face? Let's mm. go. Mm. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. She is rather beautiful. Yeah. She, all right, Mike, calm yourself. She's beautiful. Um, she's gorgeous. She's yeah, the she's... prettiest lady in the world. Yeah, she is. <laughs> um, and calm yourself. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, basically her and her uh, camera guy, they go to this building because, um, well, they go to a fire station because they're following a camp they're following the fire crew round on their nightly duties. Um, they're obviously doing it for the purposes of some kind of TV show. When they get a call out um, at a building, um, at this tenement building, and it's essentially um, an old woman trapped in her apartment. So they go to investigate and they follow the crew. And what they don't realise that is that when they get there, the old woman they're going after um, is 
kind of feral. That's a good word for it. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah. She's she's looking slightly crazed. Bless her. You know, she maybe she's had one too many ales, and um, she's kind of kind of better word ragweed you know um, <laughs> but um basically she attacks um the fire marshal and um it all kind of stems from there and basically as it transpires throughout the entire film any other people that are attacked get infected with something and we automatically assume that they're zombies you know they've been turned and it's essentially this woman and her cameraman are trying to escape. But as they're going throughout the film, they find out various things that are leading to different other otherworldly um, markers. You know, they, they find out a little bit, they get a little bit more than they bargained for. Um, and it's, I personally think Story-wise, I know it, seem, it seems kind of basic. They go to a they go to this tenement, and they end up like fighting for their lives. But it is like everything else in between that you pick up. You know, all the other stories of all the other tenants. I just thought was amazingly well done, and I can always remember watching it for the first time and actually thinking to myself, "My God, this film's a fucking masterpiece." Um, um, it was just the way it, the way it was filmed, you know, with the even with the breaks where they're changing the tapes over and all that kind of stuff, you know. And there's like they're mentioning have got enough tape and all this. You know, I just thought it was so good and it was so clever and it was refre- it was an, a refreshing idea um, and it kind of brought more interest for me. Um, in watching it and I can always remember watching it for the first time thinking my god this is because it's a short film as well it's only 75 minutes I was I was just it was one of those movies that I think I enjoyed more because it was shorter than the average movie Mm. and um, I loved it and um, you know if if, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen um, wreck you should actually go out and watch it today you know or whenever you hear this podcast but it's the creature at the end that got me it really oh my f- god fuck <laughs> me that that there's not many movies that make me jump that fucking made no that i almost shit my pants and i loved it i just fucking loved it i thought it was so good and it was so well done Right up to that last scene, the very last scene, I just thought it was fantastic. But personally speaking, yeah. I give I give Wreck a very high nine out of ten. Wow, that's a pretty high score there, Shane. Yeah, yeah I think like we had mentioned before about some of the um, the sort of easy scares you can get on found footage movies. Uh, I think Wreck does everything right. Like yeah. th- this is how you should you should make a found footage movie. There are scare like there's the like the creepy part where they're sneaking around like the dark rooms and stuff. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, what the fuck's gonna the happen? The night vision camera. Like you said Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, that ending part, holy shit. 
That was the fucking the, the last ten minutes of the movie are so yeah. intense. That last scene, that final scene, just before the credit roll, that fucking that just got me. And I can always remember sitting there. I'm right. The hairs of my arms are going up right now. And I'm, no word of a lie. It's just thinking of that last scene. You know, it just fucking grabbed me, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit." Because it's like typical of those kind of movies. You kind of think, oh, someone's going to get out. Someone will be fine. And, you know, spoiler alert, they don't. So it was just fucking, it just floored me. It was so good. Yeah, it's absolutely great. What do you think of this one? Um, I love record. I have uh, them both on Blu-ray. I, I bought like some. Please, Mike, can we say wreck? No. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I can't say Mike, but <laughs> we can't say wreck. Um, you know, I, I own the the first two on Blu-ray. They came in like some uh, little pack, which is pretty badass. Um, first time I saw it, I, I I really loved it. I thought it was something that I've never seen before, and I th- I think that it has one of the, if not the best ending in a horror movie I've ever seen, uh, because it all leads up to this one amazing scene that when I first watched it, it scared the fuck out of me. I was because I wasn't yeah. expecting at all what I saw. And with this movie, I think it has one of the best sequels to a horror movie I've ever seen. Because I love yeah. I love Record 2. I love it so much. Um, it takes everything from the first movie and completely tells a new story and a new... Yes. Uh, and it's just... It's so well done. And the, the, the directors are brothers and they branched off. One director did Record 3, another one did Record 4. Uh, overall, I think it's a, a great series uh the third one's not as good as the first two and the fourth one is is decent but they're none of them are bad movies in the slightest uh as mm. for the first one though i i always thought that it had pacing issues like towards halfway like sometimes she's interviewing like too many people and sometimes they go off in a little too much of like a tangent about shit i don't care about <laughs> um but as i look back on it i kind of see that that's that's needed for a found footage movie because if it's an actual found footage movie, not everything is going to be exciting the whole way through. You know, I mean, there's going to be some down spots here and there. And them interviewing people in the apartment building, I think, was really well done. And I think it was very much needed. So I, I, I'd give this a high, really high 8 out of 10 myself. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is absolutely a good one. What do you guys think of Quarantine, the remake? Fucking shit. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say it's... Word. It's terrible because it's the same actress who plays um, that one character. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Actress or actor. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it's an actor. Um, but it's it's just a, you know, it's a scene by scene remake, you know? It's, yeah, exactly. It's it's like shot yeah, for it's, shot. It's just in, it's in English instead of uh, yeah. Spanish. And uh, what's her face, the, the lead in it? She's not really captivating as a lead. She was good in Dexter, but let's leave it at that. See, I, I didn't I didn't like it at all because yeah, although it's a scene for scene remake, I didn't like it because by the Americans when it should have just been left alone. I know there's I know there's the whole oh Americans gonna remake it because it's you know some people just are just too fucking lazy to read subtitles. Um, yeah, don't get me started on that. But if it wasn't but, for quarantine, yeah. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have watched record. That's the thing. I wouldn't have hmm. even heard about it. Right. To be honest. 
Well, that's, that's fair enough. I mean, obviously, in some cases, a lot of people will have watched Quarantine first and then they'll have watched Wreck. But I'm like... Yeah, that's how I did it too. Yeah, because for me, I watched Wreck first and then when I found out that it was being remade, I was like, no fucking way. They should have just left <laughs> it alone. Yeah. You know, it was. I was just... Oh, no. And then, don't get me started on Quarantine too because... I, I actually made the mistake of watching that, and that film fucking sucks. <laughs> Does it? I've never I've seen, never that seen it either. What's oh. so weird is <laughs> I saw Wreck Two, and I'm like, all right, I'm not gonna watch the quarantine version, but it's a different movie, right? It's not. It's not a Wreck Two remake. No, it's not. It's a completely different movie. Take, <laughs> think, think, um, zombies on a plane, but it's right. infected on a plane, but they're not in the air; they're in an airport. Sweet, like Left for Dead. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to watch a movie about zombies on a plane, just watch Flight of the Living Dead. But, oh, my God. Uh, see, I have watched see, that. See, because that film, that film, Flight of the Living Dead, was called <laughs> Plane Dead. <laughs> Both great titles. Oh, that's, that's terrible. I own Flight of the Living Dead. I love that movie. Dude, you don't. I, it's nostalgic for me. I used to watch it with my buddy all the time back in the day. Oh my god! <laughs> but it's just kind of like I'm sick of these motherfucking dead on this motherfucking plane, you know. Yep. <laughs> we kept expecting fucking Samuel L. Jackson to pop up, you know. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, for what it is, it's a cheesy film, but yeah. Well, if anyone wants to watch um, record, uh, the the first one's on Amazon Video, as well as the second one, as well. Oh, why don't you just, why don't you just go out there and buy it? Uh, you could do that too. Yeah, it's it's actually getting tough now to find the Blu-rays in the U.S. I have the uh, the Region Two Blu-rays because those are easier and cheaper to find. Right. I don't know what the hell I have. I bought something from Amazon or eBay back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they were in the U.S. It just they only did like one printing of them or something, and it's tough to find now. Ah. So. But the okay. UK ones are all over the fucking place, and they're relatively cheap. Yeah, those are the ones I got. It came in a little pack. So you, did you get those on DVD or Blu-ray, Mike? Blu-ray. Blu-ray, right, okay. I'll have to look out for them, because I don't Actually, I own Wreck on... I own Wreck on DVD, but I don't own it on Blu-ray, so that is one of my purchases I need to find. Actually, Record is one of the reasons why I don't lend my movies out to people anymore, because... yeah. There was a cute girl at work, and she was like, hey, I've never seen Record before, but I love horror movies. I'm like, oh, just, you know, borrow mine. And uh, she gave it back to me, and there was oh. a, rip, a rip in the box, and that was the last time I Damn ever went my bitch. I was like, fucking. And she quit sometime <clears throat> later. I'm like, you wench. <laughs> That's why I only. You wench. I have, like, I have, like, two DVDs lent, and they're, it's something that I've got, like, four copies of. Like, one of my buddies is like, oh, I want to watch Reanimator. I'm like, all right, you're not taking that version. And I'm like, let me get my shitty one here. You can watch I've got one. three versions of Reanimator, so they're getting, oh, yeah, they're getting my I mean. DVD, got, if anything. Exactly. I've got, like, the Arrow. I've got, yep. like, the DVD box set. I've got, like, all kinds of shit. And I'm like, no, you're getting the single one. It's probably cut. I don't give a you shit. You have the, uh, the syringe one? See, I do have yeah. the syringe one. I also have the syringe um, Bride of Reanimator from That's Arrow. Awesome. See, there are some movies that I have that people want to borrow, I've actually gone out of my way to buy cheap second-hand copies of. And I'm like, here you go, you yeah, can borrow this. Yeah, that's a good this. idea, Shane. Yeah. Yeah, right. 
Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't have a cover. Try not to lose a disc. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got a copy of The Crow, which is autographed by several members of the cast. And Don't lend that out. <laughs> see, this is where I'm going with this. I've got it on Blu-ray as well. I refuse to lend the Blu-ray out, but I've actually got a stray copy without a case that I lend out to people. And it's funny because nobody has wanted to borrow it once I've told them, no, sorry, you can't borrow the crow. You're not borrowing that. In Just to look at the signed sleeve. I'm like, yeah, you can go and fuck yourselves, you know. What you should really do is be like, oh, I can't lend you my copy of the crow, but I could lend you my copy of Crow 3. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one you can lend out. I don't even own that. I don't even own the crow 2. I don't even remember. It's, uh, City of Angels is two, right? I don't remember what yes. the third one was called. Third one was called Salvation. I think it was... Salvation. Is that the one? Who is in that? Edward Furlong? No, of Eric Mavius. Edward Furlong was in Wicked... Um, not Wicked Prayer. Oh, what was the name of the fourth one? Oh, it was the fourth one he was in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> there was four... There was four... There was three sequels after The Crow. And right. I think they attempted the TV series. Yeah, Stay Away to Heaven, I believe the t- uh, the TV series was called. Good God! Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get moving on this one here. So the the second uh, found footage movie I wanted to talk about is called Afflicted, and I'm I'm actually a little hesitant to go too in depth on this one because when I first saw this, I had no fucking idea what it was about whatsoever. I bought this at a blind buy at a used DVD store. I got it on Blu-ray for like, it was five bucks and like a buy two, get one free. And I'm like, well, whatever. This is basically a free movie. So I'm going to take it and I have no idea what it's about. Um, popped it in and just started watching it. And I watched the whole thing and you know, it, it, I'm going to go in a little bit into spoilers because I can't really talk about the movie without spoiling it a little bit. Um, but if, if you're interested in this, in a found footage movie like like this, it's like a, it's about this guy that gets this affliction, this disease, and he starts losing his shit, and you don't like figure it out until like further along the movie is. But once somebody tells you what it is up front, you're like, oh, I understand everything that's happening. So um, skip this part, and if you haven't seen it, and go watch it. Because uh, I'm I'm just going to have to spoil it to get into it, really. Um, but Afflicted is pretty fucking awesome, and I recommend people check it out. Even if you're not into found footage, if you just like a fucking good, you know, sort of like a body horror type movie or anything like that, it, it's worth watching. But it turns out what this guy gets afflicted with is actually vampirism. And I didn't know that when I'm watching the movie. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's fucking vomiting blood everywhere, and his skin is, like, bubbling and burning, and he doesn't know what the fuck's going on. And it's not till it's the guy, like, later in the movie, he's like, oh, he goes out at night, and he's like, oh, man, I feel great. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's a vampire movie. <laughs> I had no idea going into this. Um, <clears throat> but it, it's cool, man. I, the special effects are pretty good. There's some CGI in it, but it's done tastefully, I could say. There's a couple weird things where he, like, jumps off a building and stuff. Um, you know, cause he basically gets superpowers at night and he has to like, uh, try to live with himself and like try to, you know, go into drinking blood and maybe killing people. And he's tracking down the girl that infected him and trying to figure out if like the, the, the vampire tropes you see in the movies are actually true 
in you know in this movie essentially which i kind of like they, they don't ignore you know you watch some zombie movies and they're like what the fuck is this it's like a dead guy that's walking like they've never heard of a zombie and they do the same thing in vampire movies now this one he's like oh my god i'm a vampire am i allergic to garlic like you know he gets into all that sort of stuff and um the movie's just really cool and has an awesome awesome ending and there's even a few deleted scenes that are on the blu-ray that are worth checking out and um, I don't know. I just I just liked this one. I thought it was a lot of fun, and it was original for a, uh, a found footage movie, a found footage vampire movie. I guess is something that's pretty, you know, not done every day. It, ghosts you see every single fucking found footage movie is a ghost movie. Uh, you know, wreck is the uh, a zombie movie, which is cool. But it was nice seeing a vampire movie in a found footage form. So <clears throat> see, I, like I love my vamp- I love my vampire movies. So I'm gonna give that one a look. Oh, you haven't seen this one yet? No, I haven't. It was actually on my yeah, list I, I think you'd uh, like it, of the movies I was going to watch for this, but I didn't get a chance to go watch it yet. Yeah, uh, it's worth checking out. Uh, I like it. Uh, it's, you know, there's no nothing groundbreaking here. It's, it's a vampire movie. It's found footage. Decent special effects. Uh, good story. Good acting. And, you know, that's about it. There's, there's nothing that really stands out in my head from it. I, it's been a little while since I watched it. I was going to watch it before the podcast, but I get stuck walking the dogs and cleaning up vomit and shit and everything else. So Oh, nice. I'll get into that another day. Yeah. <laughs> but afflicted afflicted is cool. All right, now I wanted to get to you, Mike, because I, I wanted to hear this uh, this last one, because this is one I haven't even heard of. No, you know, to, to research this podcast, I did the expert thing of Googling best found footage movies, and uh, <laughs> this was on there. <laughs> this was on there. It was called, uh, I don't know how to say it because I'm too white to say it, but I think it's called Nori the Curse. N-O-R-O-I. Um, came out in 2005 and it's a Japanese movie. So if you don't like subtitles, you're not going to be able to watch this. But personally, this is probably one of the best found footage movies I have ever seen. Um, it's It's about two hours long, so bear with it. But the, uh, the plot is a documentary filmmaker researchers paranormal incidents connected by the legend of an ancient demon called the Kagutaba. Um, it's directed by Koji Shirashi. He also did Grotesque, uh, Shirom Fo, and the most recently, Sadako versus Kayako, which is Grudge versus the Ring. Um, is that supposed to be a good sign? <laughs> from this well, no, it's just something that you may be like, oh, I've seen that. Um did anyone see that? I don't know. I think <laughs> I need to watch it just because, but that goes without saying. Um, right. uh, the documentary filmmaker named uh, Musafa Masafumi Kobayashi decides to explore separate incidents connected by this ancient legend called the Kagutaba. Uh, he disappeared before the documentary could be finished, and his house burned down to the ground mysteriously. Um, in the video, he investigates a woman named Junko Ishii and her son. Uh, The neighbors hear strange noises coming from her house next door. When he searches the premises, he finds dead pigeons surrounding the house. Uh, The rest of the film is basically uh, him uncovering the truth after the strange encounter with Junko Ishii and her son. Because she starts yelling at him. He goes to the door. He's like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. And she's like, how could you talk to me like that? She's a fucking nutbag. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. There's also an actress that hosts kind of like a reality TV show in Japan as like as over the top as they are. Uh, they go to a shrine on one of the episodes and it's seem and it's seemingly haunting her. She hears something and from then on she's starting to get like uh, these ghostly apparitions in her head. 
uh, all these different storylines are connected by the filmmakers who tries to contain it all and connect each um, each scenario. Uh, I don't really want to go too far into it um, because this movie has a, like a lot of different characters to it, and they're all very unique. Um, you may be researching one guy who's having trouble with this uh, Kagutaba, and then he goes to somebody else's house, and he goes to somebody else's house, or it just like it's pretty much interview after interview, all leading up to the ending finale. Um, it's, it's extremely well done. The, the positives I had are uh, the acting is phenomenal. It generally feels like Kobayashi and his cameraman are going through these situations. So when something spooky happens in the movie, you feel the uneasiness through them. Uh, the sudden movements they make or the way they breathe is fantastic. Uh, Kobayashi doesn't look at the camera every few seconds like in most found footage movies. Like if you see him interviewing somebody in a different found footage movie, it's like every two seconds they're looking at the camera. It's like they have to engage the audience every two minutes. And I can't stand that. But in this movie, the focus is on the people he's interviewing. So it really helps with the authenticity a lot. Uh, the most important thing is it's actually scary. Um, this film came out in 2005, so you don't really know what kind of scares you will be getting with this thing. But it's basically a ghost movie. Uh, so you don't know if something's going to jump out at you or the subtlety in the background of something just standing there. But the film is filled with those intense kind of moments where you generally don't know what you're in for. Um, there could be something like standing in the background that they don't even give any reference to. You just kind of see it. And it's just, it's so cool how they don't make the attention on that thing. They let the audience see it, but not point it out directly. I loved about that. Um, the places they go to are always different. So uh, there could be, they go, they could go to some guy's house and research about the Kagutaba. And then the next location could be a lunatic in his uh, apartment building. And it's covered with tinfoil and strange writings on the walls. It's like everybody they interview on this whole like demon thing gives different information and everybody's so uh, important in this movie. The characters are fantastic. Um, the only bad side I had with this whole movie is the CGI. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's very dated. So you get like mid 2000 CGI, which sticks out like a sore th thumb in this movie. Uh, you might see a ghost and it's very obvious. It was added in after. <coughs> so, um, but I'll, I'll get into a little bit of spoilers since uh, Ryan did with Afflicted. Um, <laughs> so they keep going and going and finding out the truth about these uh, this Kagutaba. And it's basically a demon who possessed a uh, girl. And every time you kind of mention it, you kind of get a weird feeling. And this that Junko Ishii person was trying to resurrect the Kagutaba. So she... <laughs> and I'm not joking. She worked at some like pregnancy place. So she stole aborted fetuses and then she oh. fed them to a little girl. <laughs> I know it's pretty badass. She, so she fed them to a little girl, which in hopes of uh, that's part of the process of resurrecting the Kagutaba. And she had to kill a whole bunch of dogs and lay them out. So one of the, the big scenes near the end is they're going through the woods and, 
they bring some that lunatic guy I was talking about before, but he's a he's like a super psychic, they call him. And he starts freaking out on the ground and kind of like in record where they they put the night vision on. All you see is this woman sitting there with all these aborted fetuses crawling all over her. And he's like freaking out Ooh. and shit. And yeah. So um there's also a scene at the very end, which I don't want to get into for you guys, but uh, the movie's phenomenal. And I, I honestly think it's one of the best found footage movies I've seen personally. It's, it threw me for a loop and the story was super well done, like too good for a found footage movie, but I, I loved it. Awesome. Was... I definitely want to check this out. Right, what was it called again? Uh, Norai the Curse. It's on Shudder if you have it. No, I don't have Shudder. It's also, uh, is this on Amazon? No, it's, uh, I, I tried checking on Amazon video, but I think it's on Shudder. Gotcha. I'll have to have a look. Uh, oh yeah, I'll watch to... with the sh- watch with Shutter on Amazon. Yeah, I'll have to have a look for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, give that a yeah, watch. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check this out. They got some DVDs up there. They're pretty expensive. Yeah. Jesus. I should just have Fright sell me his copy because he's got like every Japanese. Yeah, he was movie. one of the first people to comment. He's like, "This is a great movie." I'm like, "How the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I actually just bought a, a ton of Japanese movies off of him. That's awesome. <laughs> he was getting rid of his uh, DVDs and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'll take all the all the Japanese. Yeah, Japanese horror, it, just like Asian horror in general, is just so well done. They have the creepiest shit over there. Yeah, I got a little I, over I, it, I, you know, when we're when you're when we're stuck in the early 2000s with the you know every ring yeah. and grudge movie that was coming out and the dark water and hair and the mirror movies and all that other shit. I'm just like, this is too much. <laughs> I can't take it. Versus was good. But it's it. it well, that's a different story. That's completely different. Yeah, yeah I know, but yeah. even so, Versus was good. Yeah. <clears throat> so sweet. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that one. Nor- yeah, I don't know how to say it either. I don't know. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> We're just going to pretend we said it right. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So yeah, that's about yes. it. You guys got anything else you want to mention in the... Uh... The whole, the uh, found footage movies. Um, I was gonna bring up this one movie that I was um I talked about before. It's uh, alien abduction incident in Lake County, and I talked about this on a previous podcast. I don't know why, but I did. Um, the movie's fantastic. It's uh, up there as one of the the good ones I've seen about a um, alien abduction in this like this lake house, and it's super well done. And it, I think it came out in nineteen ninety seven or ninety eight. And it was before Blair Witch. But what's interesting about that is that... Oh, it came out in 1989. Um, that itself is a remake of a 1983 movie called UFO Abduction, which I cannot find for the life of me. And some people think that you can't even get it anymore. But it's it's a, yeah. an hour-long found footage film that apparently is about the same it's the same premise as Incident Lake County it's about like a UFO abduction during a like a birthday party and but I, apparently it's so well done that people actually think it's legit um i've seen hmm. stills of it the aliens don't look too good but uh what's interesting is that in itself is supposed to be uh a remake of an actual video that stemmed in like the late seventies, early eighties of an actual UFO abduction at a lake house. So it's that really like ups up the, um, found footage feel a lot. And I think it was super interesting to me. As soon as I watched instant Lake County, I started doing a little bit of digging and that whole thing. So if you can watch UFO abduction, 
I really want to know how that is and where to, to get that. Write in, let yes. Mike know and yes. me, or just let me know. And then I'll load yeah. it over Mike. So cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, anything else you guys want to mention? Nothing off the top of my head. I got it all out. All right. Well, let's, let's uh, wrap it up then. Yeah. Um, you can catch us on our Gmail. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up on our Facebook group. All you need is blood. We're on the UHM fans Facebook group as well on the upcoming horrormovies.com message board. You can find us on there. And um, I'm on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo. And Shane? I'm on the Facebook group. Um, I'm also on uh, Twitter at Dead Cell Society and Instagram at Dead Cell Society 74. Um, <laughs> fucking hell, that was a good one. I had a pizza puff last night. That was just one. Yeah, they're big by me. That was what the fu- what's a pizza puff? Uh, I think you people yeah. call them calzones. You uh, people? No, I believe that's that's called what everyone calls them. No, is calzones? not if you live in Chicago. It's a pizza puff. Well, fuck uh, that. You guys are wrong. They're huge. It's like <laughs> size, like a, like a like a little football. And I get extra cheese, extra sauce, garlic, and bacon in that bitch. Good yeah. lord. So no, what are you even shitting exactly. <laughs> All right. Sweet. So um, we'll catch you guys next time. We'll come up with something good for the next podcast, and hopefully we get out a little bit sooner than this one. A little bit of a gap in there, but... That's fine. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yep. All right, fellas. Well, it's good talking to you, and uh, thanks for everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye for Bye. now. Shane is asleep. No, I'm not. He's sleeping. <laughs> I'm not asleep. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs>